Hi everyone, today is a new day and you're a part of it. Join me, Dr. Megs, for short stories and quick tips to boost your mood and your productivity. This is the PGH Dreamers Pod. Hi everyone and welcome to the PGH Dreamers Pod. Our path continues today as we speak with local entrepreneurs, creators, and thinkers who are doing big things in the Pittsburgh area. Our guest today is Natalie Vasquez. Natalie is the founder and creator of Halo Luminary Candle Company, located in the city of Pittsburgh. Every hand-poured, 100% soy wax, non-toxic scented, vegan, phthalate and paraben-free candle purchased helps support pups in need. Each collection of candles honors dogs and a rescue shelter program by naming the scent directly after them and donating a portion of each sale to dog rescue partners. Every ray supports a stray. Welcome to the pod, Natalie. Hi, Megan. Thank you so much for having me. Absolutely. Let's get started today with what I like to call breaking ground. A few quick questions, break the pavement and get us kicked off. You up for that? Yes, absolutely. All right. First question. Do you have a morning ritual? Yes. I think the first thing I do definitely is brushing my teeth, getting that pot of coffee going and brewed up while I take care of my my baby. (laughs) And we'll talk about him, I'm sure. Second question. Do you have a favorite book or author or both? You know, I really enjoy the series with the Deepak Chopra book. So anything that has to do with mindfulness and zenning, that's that's my jam. Nice. And that's going to lead great into this next question. Number three, how do you keep your body and mind healthy? Lighting a candle. I would have to say that, you know, being a candle maker and having my own candle business, it's definitely nice to kind of come down from the day and light a candle or continue putting on one of my wax melts and playing some like relaxing acoustic music. Ooh, that sounds so tranquil. And if you could describe yourself with one word, what would it be? Ambitious. Very cool. So now that our listeners got to know you a little bit, let's start by talking about your journey. So can you give us your background, maybe leading us from when you were a kid through school to where you are now with Halo Luminary Candle Company? Basically, how did you pave your own way? Sounds good. Yeah. So I am actually originally from Buffalo, New York, Buffalonian at heart, but I've been in Pittsburgh for about 10 years going on 11, I think. And, you know, when I think back to my childhood, I would say that two areas that kind of come to mind that I felt like I was really pulled to and and molded me to where I am today are like arts, culture and traveling, as well as like athletics and sports. So throughout my years in elementary, middle school, high school, those two areas kind of I followed those areas. And I found myself in high school taking photography class and I fell in love with this one project we had where we had to do this comic book, but it was all still images. And that point, like the process of filmmaking and I was like, what is this? Like, no, I love storyboarding. This is like the best ever. What is this called? And we were having to plan out the pre-production, the production and post and working with the team. And at that point, I knew that I wanted to go into video production and multimedia. So I decided to go into storytelling and went to school at Chatham University in Pittsburgh for my undergrad and grad and got into documentary filmmaking, had some internships with WQED and 
studios and festivals and acting. Like I just dabbled in anything and everything that involved production just to try to see where I would feel most drawn to exceeding in the next. So while I was at Chatham, I also was a part of this program called the Vira I. Hines Women in Global Leadership. And that was highly influential to where I am today and has grounded and rooted why Halo came to be. And I'll get to that in a second. But for those of you that don't know the program, it's basically giving women the opportunity to travel or to go internationally for the first time and give them the funds to do so and then come back and share their experience with the community. So with that, I went to Spain. And then after that whole program, I got into podcasting and and hosting my own podcast and interviewing women that have traveled on their own and their experience. And what I noticed through those conversations is that when we all travel, yes, it's, you know, you take pictures with monuments, you take pictures with all different landscapes and all. But what I noticed is that a lot of people remember when they actually come across someone else or uh, or uh, an event or a moment in time of an interaction. Mm-hmm. And when I was abroad, I I noticed these street dogs. I noticed, you know, how people lived and and it changed my perspective. So when I came back to the United States, I was a whole different person like anyone would be if they've gone somewhere that they weren't necessarily familiar with in their first in the first place. So after all those excursions and experiences in college, I landed my first job as a motion designer for a local production studio. And then after about a year, I decided to challenge myself and, and get back into academia. And And from that point till now, I was, I'm been working for the University of Pittsburgh in the Institute for Clinical Research Education and, and do a lot of video production for them. And you know, even though I've been there for going on seven years, my position has evolved and then the pandemic hit. And that's where like the candles and the dogs kind of all came together because obviously the pandemic was something that happened internationally. And at the time I was like, maybe this would be great to actually foster a dog. You know, I'm going to be home working remotely. Finally, it's the aha moment. I could you know, it was a time of a lot of uncertainty and fear and anxiety, and I needed something to kind of get me away from that. And it was fostering a dog. So I was following this group called Two Ladies for Paws on social media, as well as Stray Dog Support Inc. And they were in partnership. So Stray Dog Support Inc. is located in Wisconsin, but they would they help international stray dogs and animals in general. And so at the time, they actually had dogs that came from India in Pennsylvania looking for foster homes. And that's when I was like, this is the moment I'm going to try to foster a dog. And if, you know, if it doesn't work out, we just, you know, you just bring her back to the rescue. But it ended up being a turning point in in what I would say a challenging turning point, but also something that was inspiring at the same time because even though I rescued her per se, she she rescued me. And that's like a saying that a lot of people say. Yeah. And it's it's completely true. You know, they dropped her off at my doorstep and she was shaking and, and shivering and just timid with fear of what's to come. You know, she's already traveled so far, now another change. 
And after about a week, we had the foster or uh, the rescue contacting me and said, oh, we have someone interested because I was posting pictures of her. Mm-hmm. And I was like, no, <laughs> that's not <laughs> happening. She's not going anywhere. I'm taking her. So I, you know, filled out the application and then I was like, girlfriend, you're not going anywhere. Kira, you're mine. That's it. So that's where I am now. And for those of you who know the Hindi language, her her name is Kiran, which means beam of light in uh, Hindi. So we just changed it to Kira. I felt like it was a little bit easier for me to say a simple change, but context is still there. Very, very sweet. So talk to us a little bit more about you know, your love of dogs. So not only was this sparked by your international travel, I'm sure, but did you always have a a sweet spot for dogs, a soft spot for dogs growing up? Did you have an animal? Yeah. So my, my family, we always grew up with animals, chickens, you know, frogs, reptiles, any birds, dogs. But in, in this case, it was different because we never necessarily rescued a dog. We always got it from the puppy stage and just you know, brought it up the way and trained it. But this was a completely different experience for me. And what kind of drew me to her was the fact that at the time of the pandemic, I couldn't go anywhere. But yet this dog was coming internationally to me. So I was like, if I can't go internationally, at least I could help a dog that is international. (laughs) So that's how I kind of got into the fostering part and, and knowing that that could be temporary, but in the long scheme of things, I mean, I, I fell in love with her from the very beginning. So, Aww. yeah. You did mention, too, that you have, you know, an affinity towards art and you always have. So talk to us a little bit about what sparked or what was the connection made between Kira and creating candles? Absolutely. So, you know, I come from, an, obviously, an art background and design and influenced by the culture of India. I looked into and researched about Diwali, and I hope I'm pronouncing that correctly, but it's it's a celebration of light in India that happens at a particular time of the year. So when I was researching how to brand the candles and and the icon, if you see the, the logo, Kira is like the profile of, uh, of the O in uh, Halo, I really wanted to stem from the aesthetic of that point in time within their culture and playing around with the patterns and the colors, having that background in design and, and video and animation and storytelling. I felt like this was the perfect passion project to put all that together and, and make a difference per se, and, and being able to raise funds and to provide it to a nonprofit. Yeah, yeah. And and was this for your first time sort of pouring candles? Did you just dive in? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> so, yes, this is a, a deeper story. So it actually involves my family. You know, it's it wasn't necessarily just me. I was like the, the beginning, the inspiration with Kira. But then my family kind of played a, a crucial role in, in experimenting. So my mom, per se, and my aunt and my cousin, they just took this because they have the similar passion for the dogs and being creative. They wanted to experiment. So we were kind of all doing a little bit on our own and, and trial and error, specifically my mom and I. And then we found kind of like our secret sauce <laughs> and with the, the different scents and being able to name them. And a lot of people see the end result, but it's taken a few years to actually get there. And all those errors of like tunneling and trying to figure out why the wick is being a certain way or what's the best type of 
quality material to use. And my mom definitely, and to this day, and she's playing even more of a role volunteering. Let's just put it that way. No one is getting paid at this point. This is all passion project love here and, and funding coming from, from us too, is that she's, she's being the, the rock to also continuing it because again, I have a other full-time job. I have a child, a lot of responsibilities. So I have to share the love and, and the responsibility aspect. So we were kind of playing off of each other and she really enjoys the hand pouring. I, I do a lot more of the branding ac- aspect, but yes, we did hand pour together here in Pittsburgh and, and we are going to be shifting into other locations as well. Oh, very cool. Very cool. So on that note, so talk to us a little bit more about what's currently going on with Halo and maybe what's to come in the future. Yes. So right now we're going into with candles or seasons. So, you know, you have your fall season and your winter season and then your spring and summer. So we kind of go along with that. Currently in the springtime, we're going to be kind of bringing back our most popular scent. So we have like a eucalyptus mint that a lot of customers come back and say, hey, do you still have this one? And, you know, as the seasons change, we rotate our scent. So depending on the season is what we actually feature. But each one of our candles will be highlighting new dogs in the rescue. And we'll also have a customized feature that our customers will be able to go online and put on the candle, you know, their dog, their animal, their grandmother's name, um, (laughs) based off of the scents that are featured at that time. Yeah, that's a really great idea. How do you how do you decide which dogs to basically highlight with your naming? Yeah, so we connect with the nonprofit Stray Dog Support at this moment. We might kind of venture to other nonprofits as well down down the line. But so we just kind of scroll through the names and whatever kind of we read the stories of the dogs. And each story is so unique. And, you know, we, we wish we could make, make a candle after every dog. I mean, come oh, on. Yeah. So but like, for example, for the fall, we have Poochkey and it just like works so well with pumpkin souffle, like Poochkey pumpkin <laughs> souffle. And then we name it like pumpkin pumpkin patch so it's like we play along with the words so that's kind of how we name them we also have like a ziva so that's like a sweet orange sriracha so it just kind of we just feel it out Mm -hmm. we have a mr fox for the winter time and that's like more of a woodsy vibe but when someone customizes their candle too like that's gonna be geared towards their animal or their loved one or even honoring an animal or a loved one that has passed away. So it's just giving more opportunity to our our customers to customize it and and make it a little bit more uh, sentimental to them. But yeah, and then we also do wax melts for those customers that have cats that are afraid of getting, you know, their cat's tail, you know. Sure, sure. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So we give, we also have the option of wax melts that are little paws and bones and <laughs> then little square melts. We also have bonfire starters for outside and we currently do vendor events. So you might see us at local Pittsburgh outdoor events or indoor events, depending on the season. Very cool. And yes, for all dog lovers out there, I mean, that's a great gift. Mm -hmm. Um, Personalized dog scent. Mm -hmm. Being that you do have a full-time job and you're, you're managing a passion project, which I love that phrase, on the side, can you give any budding dreamers out there any advice to balancing it all? You know, something that they love and they, they want to fit into their busy work schedule, their busy family schedule. What would be your advice to them? 
I would say adjusting expectations because, you know, having a child and, and having a full-time job, like something that would usually take me five minutes to complete all of a sudden takes, could take two hours to days to finish a task, depending on if it's the weekend or whatnot. But uh, I would say just adjusting those expectations and giving yourself a little grace with it, you know, knowing that this is just a temporary, well, depending on your situation, it could be very temporary and you got to enjoy that moment with your child or that loved one and know that it, it might change down the road. So being kind of present in that moment too. And, and it's okay that you don't get everything done that you wanted to get done at that particular time, even though, you know, if you're a person that likes to check things off your list, it could drive you bonkers. <laughs> yeah, no, I think that's a great piece of advice because things like your candles change with the season, change with the, the chapters of your life. And you kind of have to pivot and understand where you're at in that season and not yeah. be disappointed in yourself if everything doesn't get done, especially immediately. It'll eventually get done. If you have a, a really deep-seated passion and motivation to do it, it will get done. It just yes. might take you a few, few days longer. Right. Yeah. And then like also reflecting on what you have accomplished can be yeah. satisfying as well because we're so, so go, 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 go. Like, wait, let's just stop take a little sip of coffee or tea. And let's just think about like what actually we've done and, and the course of that six months or even a month or a week or a day. That's important too. Oh my gosh, Natalie, I should give you a megaphone. That one needs to be shouted to the masses in the back. <laughs> Entrepreneurial spirits have a tendency to, yes, to never be satisfied, right? So they yeah. have a really hard time of just pausing and reflecting and understanding all the wonderful things they've done already. I mean, that that's, that's really something to behold and to be proud of yourself. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I get really excited about making new scents and mixing or I have my mom would be like, Oh, we should try to do this one. And I'm like, hold your horses. <laughs> I just got to get the branding done of the other one. Like if, if everything is connected. So it's like, if you sure. make a new scent, we have to make a new branding. We need to make a new label. We have to get the dog story. We have to put it on the website. Like everything yeah. It's not just one thing. It's all connected. Yeah. Yeah. Give yourself that grace period. I love that. So um, as we end today, Natalie, do you want to pitch any social media website, anything that our listeners could use to find you and purchase and, and promote donations to these wonderful organizations? Sure. Yeah. So we have our own website, uh, haloluminarycandles.com, where you could see our inventory of candles that we have for that season and see the dogs that are featured and the customized feature. You can also see us on Instagram, Halo Luminary Candles and Facebook. And we might have a TikTok down the road, but right now those are our main ways of social media. If you want to donate to Stray Dog Support, they have own website as well that we could possibly list at straydogsupportinc.com. And then Two Ladies, Four Paws is where I got my uh, my bundle of joy, Kira. Excellent. And you did mention at the beginning um, that you used to host a podcast, currently host a podcast. Yes, I do host a podcast. We're kind of on a little sabbatical right now as I have, you know, have a lot of other things going on. But yes, I do host a podcast for the VIH Women in Global Leadership. And you could find that on uh, their website as well, where I interview young women that have went internationally and share their experiences. Yeah, that's really fascinating. Maybe more will be inspired after they travel and hear your stories and yeah. the stories of those that you interview. Well, yeah. thanks so much, Natalie, for your time today. Best wishes to you and keep doing this wonderful project. 
Thank you so much for having me, Megan. Are you feeling stuck? Do you constantly battle procrastination? Are you hoping to achieve more, but just need that extra push? Then accountability can work for you. With my Accountability Buddy program, you will get one-on-one personalized schedules, check-ins, and solutions to help you reach your goals. Whether it be your health, relationships, career, or creative goals, the Accountability Buddy program will keep you on track and will keep it real. Visit pghdreamerproductions.com to sign up now for the affordable Accountability Buddy program. That's pghdreamerproductions.com to get started today. It's time to pave your own way.